Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vocal Arts, the podcast that explores the world of professional voice artistry. My name is Peter Barber, and I'll be your host along this path of vocal performance. I'm an opera singer, a cappella producer, and proud host of this show. A bit of housekeeping before we get started. I've recently launched my line of merchandise, showcasing my official logo on a number of different items. Coffee mugs, t-shirts, tank tops, sweatpants, and much more. So far, there are five-star reviews across the board, with people raving about the quality and style of the products. You can find the link to my Etsy store in the podcast description. Now, without further ado, it's time to introduce the hottest up-and-coming group in the bass singing world, the Bass Gang. The Bass Gang is a group of four bass singers, thriving in virtual collaboration from all corners of the planet. Bobby Bass from Connecticut, Tommy P from the Czech Republic, Marwan Amen from Egypt, and Peter Barber from Virginia. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the Bass Gang assembled for their premiere project entitled May the Bass Be With You, covering four songs by the worldwide sensation Billie Eilish. So far, May the Bass Be With You has yielded nearly 100,000 views on YouTube, tens of thousands of plays on streaming services, and tens of thousands more on Instagram and TikTok. Needless to say, the Bass Gang's reputation has quickly permeated throughout the online bass and acapella communities. With merchandise on the way, as well as plans for future collaborations, the Bass Gang is here to stay, and the buzz around them has only continued to snowball since their first project came to completion. In this podcast, we talk about how the Bass Gang started, how we pulled off enormous virtual collaborations from around the world, why we chose Billie Eilish, our whirlwind experience from the onset of this group in January through the culmination of our first project on May 31st, as well as a host of questions provided by BSN, the Bass Singing Nation Discord server, without which the Bass Gang would have never been founded. Please welcome the Bass Gang. Welcome to Vocal Arts. Bobby, why don't you just tell us uh, just who you are briefly uh, and then what you've been up to since the project, which has looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. So essentially, I am Bobby Waters, a.k.a. Bobby Bass. Um, I'm a singer. I mostly started on TikTok, which is where I gained a lot of popularity and which kind of boosted me to the ambassadors group chat in Discord where I met these guys. Well, I already knew Peter before. So I'm a bass singer from Massachusetts. You may know me as a sea shanty guy now. Didn't know that was going to be my identity, but that's fine. Sweet. All right, uh, Marwan, who are you? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm basically just a 17-year-old nerd from Egypt. Um, I, I sing bass. I, like, I, I have a passion for acapella music, I guess. I want it to be my full-time career in the future. And I just started doing it like one and a half years ago. That's basically it. A young phenom. We're all excited go. to see what you do in the future. <laughs> yeah, and then to- Tommy, for sure, the 
the veteran in the virtual landscape of this from all of us. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. All right. Well, actually, my name is Thomas in our original language, but yeah, I'm Tommy B and 22 years old from Czech Republic. Yeah, I've been doing Acapella for probably around five or six years and starting with Walker Range video, building my way to do some bass covers and now probably two and a half or three years almost of, of a couple of music videos. The people listening know who I am. They'll hear it on the intro, but uh, I'm Peter. I'm primarily a professional opera singer, but in the pandemic, I went back to some undergrad roots of acapella and started making my own stuff and uh, met these guys through the bass singing nation group of about a thousand Young bass singers now, right? Yeah. About a thousand. Four thousand, yeah. And I got promoted to ambassador and a mentor. So I, I help the help the youngsters out with technique and stuff like that. But yeah, primarily opera and now into the kind of professional acapella landscape in uh, in the virtual world. So that's what's yeah. up. And we are the bass gang. Bass gang. Bass gang. <laughs> May the bass be, with, the bass be with you. May the bass be with May you. That's probably going to be the title of the episode, right? Yeah, May the bass be with you well. with the bass gang. <laughs> it would be appropriate, yeah. <laughs> probably. So, Bobby, what's been life like for you post May the bass be with you? It's been, it's been pretty crazy because we know that essentially our May has been filled with just trying to put all of this stuff together and release it on time essentially after that happened and it's crazy how it fit exactly into the month of may like the last day of may was when the video was released but um essentially what i've been doing since then is right now it's june 23rd and since we dropped that video i i've essentially been traveling non-stop so i haven't really been able to do much music I went to Colorado, then Puerto Rico, then the Cape, and seen just family and friends. And literally, I was getting on the plane to Colorado as my video was dropping. Or no, I just landed as my video was dropping. So essentially, I haven't been doing any music, maybe a TikTok here and there. But um, in that meantime, I have been planning a lot of projects and um, essentially just stuff with friends. So I have a lot of things coming in the future. Definitely good to take a break after diving in so deep like we did. We yeah. were pretty much yeah. fully in it from, yeah. you know, when we started like February through May 31st. And it was funny because I remember as the as May was coming up, it felt like, okay, like we've done all the hard work. Now we can sit back and relax. But I swear yeah. May was just as busy as the other months because we're maybe we're even con more constantly making posts and we're constantly like answering comments and answering emails and we're we're like making all these drafts and we're we're all still in like constant contact the whole time we're like how many views mm -hmm. does this one have who's commenting on this one just updating us here and <laughs> there just updating so like no. i remember i i feel like i checked i feel like i was on discord with you guys like even more during the month that we were just in constant oh touch yeah the whole every time. day uh it was a it was a whirlwind uh marwan what's what's been the fallout for you like after after that crazy month well i'm graduating high school in uh, early august hell so yeah since yeah, then nice. it's all been just classes lectures exams studying and just yeah all around pain in my ass but um i'm getting through it i guess 
<laughs> what's uh what's up next for you do you have any any projects coming up this summer i don't think i have anything planned right now but i do plan on legit, just like hardcore grinding my channel for the next three four years of college so like after college i would have a sustainable job through my youtube that that's my main goal right now well, that's uh plenty that should of be time plenty to do that yeah yeah it should be plenty of time for you to get that done mm. it'll be interesting it's like tech's moving so fast nowadays like what is what is this all going to look like in three or four years? Yeah, who knows? Mm. Like, who knows? But um, Marwan, if anyone's going to stay yeah. on the cutting edge, I know it's you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's so. True, that's true. <laughs> and, in four uh, years? Yeah, four years. Oh, damn. Um, all right. And time. Tommy, what have, what have you been up to? Oh, since the last video dropped, musically, we've been, we've been planning uh, big concerts with uh, our a couple group, Shotzi. And we're, it's actually happening tomorrow. We're going to that concert. It's going to be the biggest concert of the summer. And there's like the biggest Czech stars like in Czech Republic are going to be there. And we are singing like directly before them. You're opening, so opening for them. Be awesome. Yeah, mm. something like that. Yeah. And uh, I've been planning some projects and recording this this one that's actually coming up on Saturday and started to draw some sketches of your next projects. So kind of like recording, editing and all of this and dealing with some personal stuff. Also, I'm planning some vacation. So yeah, it's been kind of busy, like normal. All right, boys, let's just like debrief about what this whole thing was like. So this started and I love I love the origin of this. So remember, I went in, I think I, I, I sent you guys this screenshot at some point. It was like January 21st. And Tommy, yeah. we, we had never even been in touch at this point. I had I had done something with Bobby. I, the summit hadn't even come out yet, but we, we that was in the that was yeah. in the works. Yeah, oh, yeah. Marwan, I, 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 had, I think I knew Marwan only like from the voice chat. Right, yeah. right. Oh. Yeah, Marwan, I, we had talked some. We had hadn't done anything together. We had been in yeah, some kind yeah. of touch, and so I was just like, I just threw this message out there. I did not think anything would happen, but I just tagged you guys and was like, so when are we doing a collab together? <laughs> and then I think I took that seriously. I think that's yeah. all I remember. Um, the only immediately, one immediately makes a group. It's like, when are we doing this collab? Like <laughs> yeah. And it all and it all started from there. And it it's kind of crazy looking back that we pulled it off in time. I remember oh, thinking we had oh we've got we've yeah. had all the, we have all the way till May. We have like th over three months. This will be no problem. Little did we know. And then <laughs> quickly you realize when you're in four corners of the earth trying to collaborate on projects <laughs> with like storyboards, yeah. complex film yeah. editing. That Not just one, four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four exponentially more complicated the more people you add. But guys, we did it. Yeah. And I it's think our originally yeah. we were going to do, I think it was just one project, which was going to be a medley. And I forgot who threw out the idea of there of instead of just one that we all throw into just four of our own things that we are each on. Yeah, um, we'd have to we'd have to fact check. I remember. I think I remember, that was the, the genius mind of Tommy P. He suggested mm. that. I, I remember that. Okay, so oh, that was Tommy. And then okay. I, I, right. think, well, I'll I, think, take it. <laughs> I think I threw Billy out. I think I threw the Billy idea out there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I That's had true. done. I had done two of her songs. Tommy had done one. We both realized quickly how well her voice works in bass voice one octave lower. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's like a perfect trick because she's usually pretty low. She's like a little low and breathy in a lot of her like verses at least. 
and you mm. just put that down an octave and it's in like comfy bass range. Um, That's one of the benefit of covering female artists these yeah, days. It, it yeah. works. If you're a bass, yeah. it, it works. It works super well. Yeah, it's wild. I keep thinking about the Google Drive, the amount oh of organization. Oh, man. You need friend. to tally up the folders, but it, it, it must have been over 100 like with, oh, the, like yeah. with, the, with the subfolders folders subfolders of there was like subfolders of songs and subfolders of people and just just crazy it it seemed like we just started with four folders and then yep. i need to pull this up here just to see how many are in like the main folder just yeah, turn it into a whole well, database yeah yep. 16 main folders and then like and each of them is at least another four yeah yeah and there were some they're like three or yeah. four stacked like three or four layers yeah. of folders yeah, arrangements, but it was affiliate well organized, demos, final mixes, yeah. I think it did that, job. that Peter, Peter did the organizing for the folder, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and I think there, there was no way this is going to get pulled off unless we had some kind of like pretty strict organization. Yeah. yeah. And good like, job could that. you imagine if just all the files were in one folder? Just like oh, oh my God. It'd be, it'd be thousands. It'd be thousands of files, I bet you. Yeah. Gigabytes, yeah. literally gigabytes of video and audio <laughs> data just all in this one drive. Yeah. And some PDF. <laughs> and some yeah. PDFs, yeah. Like I so, remember we started planning out, we had a rough outline of like the weeks that we were going to do it. We're like, okay, we're going to yeah, do like arrangements one, one done document. by this. <laughs> yeah. And we ended up like all of those that were happening, we just ended up pushing them out and we're like, okay, we'll, we'll have a little wee leeway here and there. But um, yeah. it was a good thing to actually get that in our minds so we had a schedule not leave everything to the last minute because yeah, it definitely no, would not Marwan, have worked out. i think you you put that schedule together and it was it was great because it, it definitely set us down the right path of, of being really timely with everything like, there was no way we were going to stick to the original projections yeah. and i love it. it it turned out to be like well as long as we have one of them done by the time may starts <laughs> we'll be okay i think we thought that we were yeah. going to have all the videos done by um by May, and 20, I didn't even have my final mix done by May. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. And we're like, we'll just sit back and relax. And then Marwan had to create all of the teasers. It was like four oh, yeah, teasers yeah, yeah. per which, video because they were like different sizes for, for TikTok. Uh, was... <laughs> the savior of this project. That was super helpful. Yeah, we would have been we would have been floundering that. Like really, yeah. that was a, a lot of that was also during May. It was like because I got my video done first. It was the most simple one, and then everyone else was still finishing their videos. And we, and but we had to have teasers ahead of time. So it'd be like, okay, I finished it, and now we need teasers by like tomorrow afternoon for the patrons tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, on I got it. it. I'll yeah. just fucking stay yeah. up all night. Yeah. Yeah. Just do <laughs> it. Everything family dinner. Don't care. Let's make yep. <laughs> like I remember we added um or my sister added this like creepy filter on um the video and you can see in one of the teasers that the filter's not there because yeah. we uh we ha didn't have it by that point that's how like up to the date we were with this like we finished just yeah. a couple days before the release time I was also nervous going into this project because unlike all of these folks here I I had never arranged a cappella before and made a video like this, which credit all goes to my sister for the video because she did the entire thing because mine would have been bad because I, <laughs> I haven't really dove that deep into video mm -hmm. editing, mm -hmm. which I need to start doing recently or now. No, I was like, oh, these these are all veteran acapella arrangers and like they've been doing this for years and stuff. And I was like, 
I need a I need a step up. And then I kind of made this song my own and kind of did it in a unique way. I felt it was very different to yep. a lot of acapella Definitely songs did. in general. It was a really awesome arrangement. Truly. Thank you. It was. Yeah, it was so cool in the way it was different. I remember I invited my friend Danny over. He was um, one of my old roommates because he's great at making sounds in Logic. And so he just came over and we got some of my mics and we just recorded random noises. Because we don't have any instruments in the song, it's either voices or body percussion or just random household items. Like we're just like recording a, a washing machine slamming or like hitting something with a metal, a uh, little metal rod to make a ping noise and just a bunch of crazy stuff. That was a hell of a lot of fun. That was, oh, yeah. it was super creative. And I mean, you followed in Phineas's footsteps. If you listen closely to the background of that song, there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, really in, in all of, in all of Billy's music, because Phineas is such a wizard of a producer if you listen it's like okay you listen on the radio and it all sounds good and it's creative and we love it yeah and you listen with some nice headphones and you're like holy shit there's so much detail yeah going and, on behind the scenes and do yourself a favor if you love billy songs download or just even look it up on youtube the instrumental without the main vocals because you'll hear so much more oh yeah like I, there was one part of the song near the end that there was like this distorted people laughing. It seemed like at a party. And I was like, I never heard that before. Mm -hmm. Wow. Exactly. And I can't not hear it now. That's yeah, true. I remember listening all the way through When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That that whole album. I think the first time I listened to it was on the way back from California, I guess like 18 months ago or so. And I was just like listening on repeat. I was like, this is such interesting creative music, which actually will that I guess that that partially answers the question. I know someone posed the question of why we chose to do Billy. That was certainly a big reason mm -hmm. is I think one, it translates well to the bass voice, which is obviously good for the bass gang. And then secondly, it's just so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like she's such an interesting artist. And we knew the covers had pretty much basically never been done by bass voice a as far as I could tell, not a not a ton of acapella covers had even been done of her stuff and so it was kind of this untouched field yeah, especially in the bass voice a, uh, it's not a usual artist that you cover with acapella because of the finances pr producing and mixing all these different noises because a lot of the beatboxers use only their their body parts and and mouth like voice noises so you, you don't hear that a lot in a cappella because she's really depending on the percussion more than harmonies, I would say. But those harmonies are still pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's not the standard of a cappella that everybody does, you know, Katy Perry, Bruno right. Mars, Ed Sheeran, mm -hmm. melodical artist, basically. She's something new. People have to probably like figure out the way into that. And I think that we handled it pretty well. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's why it's difficult to arrange her music. Uh, really, especially something like Bury a Friend. I mean, like yeah. that, like I could hear an arrangement of that where it would just be so bare bones and boring. I was a little bit afraid of that. I, <laughs> I like when when you send us, Bobby, the arrangement in the PDF and you played, I, I don't know, the sample of it from somewhere. I was like, this needs something more, you know, but the yeah. arrangement didn't have all the background stuff that you add later mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. just made all the difference. I remember going into, which was a good idea. I went into this project knowing, knowing that it was um, going to be more of a sound effect based audio song, like not, not as harmonically dense or as harmonically intri intricate 
as some of the other songs that were going to be on this EP. When I did upload that like PDF, I think the only percussion that I had in um, on the sheet music was just a kick, just yeah. like on every whole uh, or every like quarter note or something, it, just to keep the rhythm. And uh, you could even see that there's like a lot of parts where there's only like two voices and stuff like that. Maybe I should just <laughs> bounce part with no voices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I, I think it would actually be funny if I bounced um, an audio file and uploaded it of the song without any sound effects and any percussion, because that would be pretty funny. And you could see how naked it would be without it. Yeah, and. and- if you if you're at it try to like render the file without the vocals also like with only the effects yeah it'd be awesome oh yeah yeah because there's just layers and layers of like there's there's probably parts where there's over five different sound effects that are like even doubled and stuff like that just on this marwan what uh what drew you to copycat and what was your process like for making i think that was Certainly a favorite for a lot of people. So basically, I started by listening to all of Billy's most popular hits. And when I listened to Copycat, I instantly knew that I was going to choose this one because of it had like two different vibes to it. Like there was this very calm, relaxing, chill vibe. And then there was the hard hitting choruses like uh, and like that stuff. So I knew that I instantly wanted to choose that because I don't want the arrangement to be repetitive that yeah. makes any sense i want i wanted to have like two different vibes and i've done that in a couple of songs before and it turned out pretty good so i wanted to try it again i guess and it worked out good once more so, yeah, yeah the the i guess we'd call it the drop yeah you know like if it, were, if it were a dubstep track I and mean, then when i when i first heard it i was like this is like very dubstepy yeah, like it really punches you in the face and it drops and i remember you I had heard it before, I didn't really remember it, and you picked it and I listened to it. I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna be so good with yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like like some crazy sub harmonics and that and there were there were enough harmonies there to keep it interesting. And what yeah. I love what I full. what I loved is uh I mean you really switched it up by putting the bell tones in there. Because yeah, that's yeah. not that's not really how the original yeah, one sounds I, I at put all. Bell tones everywhere. I love bell tones yeah. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just sprinkle Brandy. a little bell tone on yeah. an arrangement. And Marwan, you you go all by ear, right? When you're when you're putting something together yeah yeah I, I don't do sheet music don't read it don't write it don't i do i, I do like um arrange it on midi sometimes before i record it do you play right. it on piano or like running right in front of you if you arrange mm, or no. on something <laughs> wow i rarely ever do that wow wow Damn. so it just comes right from here it yep. is it's fun to, to experiment insane. i've a number of my, I do about half and half. Some of my arrangements I arrange formally, and then some I just go in the booth and record. I remember the the Billie Eilish My Future cover that I did. I did that one over the course of like, it must have been like 36 or 48 hours right after it got released. And I just went in the booth, started recording, basically didn't sleep for like two days. And then there <laughs> it was, and that's total, that's one of my favorite projects I've ever done. No question. It turned out super well. And that was, uh, that was all just, by ear and just in the adrenaline of like wanting to to pump it out as soon as possible yeah. it's it's fun it's fun to do just go in the booth and mess around and not be yeah. not have to adhere to it that's true music. that's true and i could feel that it's a little easier because um sometimes if you're just arranging based off uh sheet music or or even midi you don't know how um how it would sound 
because you'll you'll hear a little little piano or just you can read the notes and you could hear the harmonies in your head yeah. but like bringing the voice to it which was um which was the really good thing that marwan did like especially just to get everything down so we know how it sounds and and it, you got it out really fast because i think the rest yeah. of us the rest of us started on sheet music and you're like oh i already have my demo done so and we're like oh yeah that demo was <laughs> fucking fire yeah yeah that could have been oh, the when i listened to it damn <laughs> yeah i remember uh, i think my brother was in the house and i was just like whoa whoa get in here you gotta listen to this shit it was, it, was oh, in wow. the it was in the first it's like okay bell tones all right i love it very marwan and then the first drop hit and i was like oh my god people are gonna yeah. shit themselves <laughs> yeah same with my roommate <laughs> yeah and especially like that little radio uh like radio effect riff that you had at the beginning yeah, that yeah. just went yeah. right oh, into yeah, that's right that's right you, it made Perfect. you go oh, oh. Uh, that's what i was doing wow. yeah <laughs> and it worked Perfect. it worked it, it worked uh, yeah, i i think i found a kind of shortcut to, to the problem of when you're using a program for like instrumentalization of the voices i don't know if you use muscor or sibelius it doesn't sound very good if if you play it in the vocals so i found like the shortcut to use cello i don't know why but it really matches the structure of harmonies that i'm going going for or the color yeah yeah with the lead it's just you can't make the program sing the words so no it's always a gamble i think even like stringed instruments like violins and cellos were supposed to kind of be based off human harmony tommy how about my boy why don't you choose my actually it's funny my boy Again, it's a song I knew, but not super well by her. I was really familiar with her When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go album, but My Boy was from her previous album, and I wasn't super familiar with that one. But since your arrangement of it, I have gone back and listened to it a bunch, and now it's like definitely one of my favorite Billie Eilish songs. So how did you, how did you pick that one, and, and why? And then how did you go about arranging it? I didn't know how like to feel about the choosing of Billie, because not like that her songs aren't great, but... Uh... It's just not the type of music that I usually listen to, but I was like open to new stuff. And you guys sent the list of, I don't know, like 25 songs by Billy that are, that are like good and also popular that we can cover. And I went through all of them. And I think that two that I liked the most were Burial Friend and My Boy. And I saw that Bobby had also Burial Friend like in his options by the time. So I was just, I just went with the My Boy because there is that, there's a like harmonical beginning, you know, and like slow build up and then the drop with the My Boy, My Boy, My Boy. I think this yeah. S was the very first time you used percussion in one of your songs, right? It's not the first time, but it's one of the, yeah, one of the first and probably the best because I just recently learned a little bit how to mix the beatbox yeah i just i just love the song when i listen to it and i haven't heard it before that i was like yeah this this is this is what i'm going for especially like the the song ends with the ah, good good and good bye and in the background there's like the distorted bass singing that yep. b1 i was yeah. like oh we are <laughs> all like, doing this so <laughs> billy that. does love that distorted <laughs> yeah, lower octave voice Ellie. but no that the that ending that <laughs> you had deal. was incredibly epic i'm glad you decided to put perk in because like billy i song yeah, need you have to have we talked about that earlier you have to have percussion in her music 
I also have to say the um, idea for bury a friend actually came up last summer. I was originally going to do like just a, a solo thing with like instrumentals, but I kept uh, procrastinating it. It came up from, I hadn't heard the song at all, but um, one of my friends on TikTok, Jim Hogan did um, just this two person harmony of, uh, or with the melody and then the harmony of just him singing the uh, bridge. And it was just bare bones like that. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so good. And wow. since I hadn't heard the song before, it gave me a different idea of what the bridge was going to be. It gave me that kind of yeah. like every quarter note, sea shanty feeling vibe that just like, it, I felt like it could just be chanted in a hallway. And like at that point, I hadn't even heard the original song yet. So that kind, that's what kind of sparked that. That's that was nice great. That. It was a great, a great yeah. addition. Remember for mine, like all of your guys' songs are either super interesting or have pretty like a lot of variance between the sections like marvin was talking about with copycat there's like two very distinct vibes yeah. tommy has the intro and the outro are one way and the rest of the songs another way and then bobby's just like it's just a super interesting piece mine was tricky for me because it is so repetitive pretty much nothing changes the whole time and i remember my first draft of it I was like, oh, we need to sing it like Billy because like we don't want to sing it like and sound like super formal. We want to sound like cool when we sing it. And I remember I, I, I sang the mock-up and I was like, no, this is fucking stupid. And I went back and then added all those harmonies into the lead, which totally changed the entire song. It, it made it way less static. And then between that and then constantly shifting who had the solo and who had the harmonies, like literally the entire time, so it's like, and, and there are four four choruses, so we each got a chorus. That took it from like a super kind of static piece, as much as I love the original, a super static, repetitive piece to like something that was constantly morphing and changing, and there was always something mm -hmm. new happening. I was really happy with how it turned out, and then it worked for how the video I made was simple, but it worked for that because there was like constant, like the the squares were constantly shifting in a funny way and how they interacted and stuff. And so like yeah. all like all those ideas kind of ended up streamlining streamlining and working out really nicely. The yeah. props we all had, yeah. like uh, Tommy with the vape and uh, the <laughs> yeah. Kraken bottle. Yeah. I still get lighter. <laughs> it was I, cool that you had us um lollipop. record the entire thing. The lollipop. Can't forget that. <laughs> yeah. But um the it was cool that you had us record the entire way through because yeah. it kind of made us create like our own kind of characters in this exactly. video piece yeah. which yeah. probably was your intention exactly yeah. <laughs> yes i brought my my no. theater i brought my theater into it oh, <laughs> which yeah. was really fun i remember yeah. Mar marwan was it's funny because the, nothing about it was super difficult aside from the memorizing you had exactly. to memorize yeah, where you're gonna be Oh my god! The whole time, and I remember there's a oh. clip. Marwan had just finished recording, and he and, I, and he he submitted his videos. And I was watching when at the end he goes, "Finally!" <laughs> and then the camera, and then the camera cuts off. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was incredible. It just I, I had yeah. never done anything like that before. Like three and a half yeah. straight minutes of filming. I usually cut up my videos into like short sections and take mm. care of it in post. Exactly. But yeah. that was a totally new experience for me. Yeah. Honestly, I think uh, I was happy about that because I think that was the easiest one to film for me because, well, also At least I for the just, baseline. Yeah. Oh, the baseline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two notes the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But um, no, I, yeah, I remember uh, it was um, 
I literally stayed in one of the um, practice rooms in the this hall called Durgan at UMass Lowell. And I just stayed in there for probably like seven or eight hours. And I recorded all of Peter's and all of Marwan's vocals in there. And so like I got, I thought it was going to be tricky to record the video to like the uh, Marwan's, especially because of how intricate each line is that we're doing. I practiced it so much during that time in the practice room that I, I still remembered it even like months after recording it. It was for me, it was way more interesting than my usual filming. Well, not in the like professional setting when I hire somebody to shoot like real music video, but when I'm using home studio, it's usually just short clips like Marvin's just record those few seconds, like up to 30 seconds the most, and then just cut it up. But this one was just like continuous shot of I don't know, three minutes or something. And it was so much more enjoyable because it wasn't just like me trying to, it's, it's really hard to get in the, in the song uh, if you just like play the one part, like the feel, the process of the emotions that go through the song and display them with your acting on the camera. So when you play the whole song and record like this continuous shot, it just adds so much more to the character and, and you enjoy it so much more. And you like mm -hmm. feel like this is it, you know? There are still people commenting like that they're going back and rewatching it and they're finding new little moments. And I'm like, you could do yeah. that all day. Yeah. Like just go back and watch each frame and there's Add something. The list. <laughs> yeah. There's something funny happening like yeah. everywhere on screen at all times. Like that insane vape trick that Tommy did. And like yeah. and it, oh, it was like yeah. on beat or whatever in the perfect, perfect. time. Yeah, <laughs> I I shot that video like four times before I did it somewhat <laughs> successfully. All right, I think we should. It'd be fun to break down how we put this together. Just kind of run through yeah. the steps, and then we'll then we'll move on to questions. So, so basically, we started out we start out with this document that Bobby has pulled up, which is like a list of dates for when we wanted to finish stuff. What, what do we have first? We had arrangements by a certain date. Yeah, we had arrangements. We had, I think we final had the audio, recorded then parts. Final video. And I think, oh yeah, before final, final video, the storyboards. I actually I put it storyboards. on the Storyboards. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> teasers, were, like we had to get, maybe we added that later. Our, our trailer, is, is trailer yeah. on that original document? Um, I think there was, I, I, I rolled the yeah. concept of it, like with those like one month, four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah, captions the trailer, yeah. in the bass voice. <laughs> so that's yeah. where we started. So we started and then we started working on just the audio. We mentioned earlier, Marwan went straight to demo and the rest of us went to sheet music. So that was our, that was our first step. And then mind you, we decided to include everyone in each project. Everyone gets part of the solo. So not, it wasn't you were just writing an arrangement. You were writing an arrangement and mapping out who's going to be singing what and when which yeah, considering which, like yeah. the possibility of the of their voice exactly it was we, harder we, than i thought it was going to be <laughs> oh yeah part of that part of that document was us listing our strengths basically of, of what we do as singers yeah. so we all oh, know yeah. each other's voices the pretty well ranges. so okay so we get the arrangements done and then we go into demos so this so so each of us records at least partial or fully the entire arrangement that you made. So you complete the demo. So now, now you have a roadmap. And then from the demos, you took the parts you wanted certain people to sing and you exported those parts, like either panned left or boosted or something 
And then you send those parts into a designated folder for each specific person. And then that person goes in and records those parts for them and sends those parts back. And you put that back into the arrangement and then you go into mixing and stuff mm. like that. Now that, yeah. that, is, that is for each one of them. So all four of us are doing <laughs> oh, this at yeah. the same time, <laughs> literally exchanging hundreds of files we're oh, making sure sample rates are, are right and making sure the time the timing's right here and the time yeah. and, the, and the levels are fine and, and, and compress these and don't compress these and auto-tune these yourself and wait, I'll auto-tune these so don't yeah. touch those. All yeah. back and forth over the same like period yeah. of a few weeks. I think we had that like list of, or each of us had like list or document for their song with some instructions on how to yeah. like, what to put it, like put, put on top of it. Like in what what voice or register or in what style? Yeah, and just yeah. like oh shit, okay, that this was so okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, all over again. I remember I was I was so behind on recording that demo. I I literally instead of recording some of the parts, I just transferred it to Melodyne and just copied it and just <laughs> made some of the harmonies just by copying the vocals up. You just like midi the whole voice part. Exactly. So it sounded yeah. super robotic. Like I'm I'm sure I still have audio files of it sounding really funny. Yeah. I remember there were a few moments that were pretty hilarious. Yeah. I was like, you get you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it didn't yeah. it didn't really matter. Yeah. So we all right. So we did that. That was obviously that was, but I mean I, you can look at the sheet. That was over the course of three weeks or a month. There's some some crazy compressed time frame where like we I must have blacked out the whole time because it was so <laughs> much to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there we so that's the mix master. We do that all on our own. And then I think we went, we must have gone into storyboarding after yeah, that, right? Yeah. After all, yeah. after all the audio was done. Yeah. Yep. I think we were also like doing the same thing as we did for the demo with uh, ex exporting each of those parts. We were also exporting the parts that were, that replaced the, like the demo with mm -hmm. like all, all other guys' parts. And mm -hmm. we just had to export those parts for the video recording. So everybody That's knows right. what to record on top That's of That's right. So we... So storyboard, so we all drop a map in our own, in our own, each of us took kind of a different approach of the different angles and shots, or for mine, it was just you know, where you are going to be on the screen so you can interact with people. But everyone's storyboards, and then from the storyboard, we go into video shooting, and like Tom was just saying, for the video shooting of these storyboards, we each then re-exported files of us singing in the final mix, with panned left or boosted so we knew so we, it was clear what parts we were supposed to be lip syncing during the videos yeah <laughs> i think that part was the most stressful because of like okay oh, oh i forgot tommy's video i need to export yeah. that now yeah so we all got green screens for this i think a couple of us yeah. already had green that's screens, right we, that was we, a really yeah. good idea yeah. we all got green screens and i mean looking back on them it's it's crazy that we were we were all over the world I mean, you'd never, I mean, it really looks like we're interacting. In, yeah, right. Yeah. In yeah. all these videos. It's amazing. Um, and then once, yeah, so now, I mean, that was the last really complicated step. And once we had all shot our videos for our video and the other three videos, it was up to the person to, to edit them and, and finalize them. And then Marwan to make yeah. 9,000 teasers out of them. <laughs> Yep. In every possible format. Oh, uh, the trailer. I was about to say, I, I, I like when um, Marwan sent us, I, I forget if it was the first or second the trailer, and he was like, 
uh here you go guys you can check it out uh so, sorry if you were thinking of something more epic in the trailer it's like what <laughs> shaking like, and everything holy and we're like shit this is amazing like it blew my hair back yeah. as i was playing it i watched it like 12 times yeah it was it was an insane coincidence when marwan asked me to arrange the music for the for the trailer i, I was like send send him this, this arrangement i was like I have no idea what you are imagining for the trailer. I was like, <clears throat> what about this? And he's like, that's exactly that what is, I want. Perfect. <laughs> like, it, it worked perfectly with a draft I like I had made before. I, I added Tommy's arrangement onto it and it was like, he made it before. Like, it, it, it worked perfectly somehow. <laughs> some Just fit yeah. right in like a Lego. Yeah, those coincidence. And that was, yeah. was I mean, we, we weren't planning, we were planning some kind of trailer, but we, we didn't yeah. ask tommy to write something for it until later right we were like well we were obviously overworked <laughs> yeah. already we're like ah we'll just record one more thing like i remember asking tommy i was like because suddenly we had a trailer song like i didn't even realize i was like oh yeah probably because we were doing a million things at once <laughs> yeah and then i was like what part am i recording and tommy was like all of them and I was like, yeah. uh, I, I think i got up to 10 or two and my voice is like mm. no. <laughs> yeah leave, actually leave. before oh, the yeah, idea of that arrangement came up we were we were gonna do just a voiceover like a generic wow. right that's right movie trailer voiceover yeah i recorded that i recorded it just in case and then tommy's arrangement came out we we're like yeah. oh fuck that we're gonna I, never mind. <laughs> I think i think Thank we originally were gonna have like uh eric holloway like yeah. the voiceover yeah, yeah, because exactly. he was the bassiest voice that we <laughs> could think of Earth, yeah. in the world <laughs> yeah. yeah um but um no it was the trailer was something <clears throat> else that's why we uh decided to add it into the um ep as well yeah, because it was so just epic. so fire Do epic. I, I think marwan's first draft too the one where he was like oh, i hope you guys like it i think that was also just <laughs> tommy's like midi with the strings that wasn't even our it wasn't yeah, even yeah, us singing yeah, yeah. it was it was and already just blank white text and a blank black background <laughs> yeah it was already none so of those epic. crazy effects and i i, I also kidding. love how like just uh, us our names pop up with like us from each looking yeah. so dramatic yeah that was like so cool. like vibrating <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah with the shaking text. oh my god no it was it was fire <laughs> so then yeah so that was the that was the last production side and then from there to the end it was just like being super engaged with teasers yeah, yeah. and media. We, we had a, that's right. We, there were, you guys remember we were, it was like three or four days away from releasing the trailer. And I was like, I think there's a few things we haven't talked about yet. And I drew up that list of like 17 things that like we oh, need to yeah. hammer down like descriptions yeah. and times we're posting and like links. Like, I thought do. it would be sure. It's like, oh yeah, the, there are those things. And we had like a Zoom call Here we uh, go for all of that. Like two hours. Yeah, we had like a two-hour Zoom call, and we couldn't even hammer it down. I remember what we 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 went to deciding it was like whoever posts first, we're just gonna follow the lead on some of these things because like it's too many details to like yeah. solidify, and like it's gonna be yeah. fine. Pure madness. It's I don't even like, think we had the exact uh, like whose video was coming out first. We did like yeah, order. We yeah, I mean, idea. we knew it was gonna yeah. be me or Marwan first, and yeah. then Tommy yeah. and Bobby were gonna be third and fourth, but we didn't know the order until like. I dropped the first video. We I dropped my video, and then Marwan's yeah. was the next one ready, and then and like, then just it and then Tommy's, yeah. and then by the just worked out that way. I wanted to ask you, uh, what is the most stressful thing like about this project for you? Like one specific moment or <laughs> everything? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I remember one specific part 
just mo- probably because it was one of the most recent one of the things at the end trying to just record all of the um videos because i remember i recorded uh peter's and then i was like okay my green screen i'm just gonna keep it up for now i i don't i don't know when i'm gonna film the other ones like finals are coming up i was like uh uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And my sister was like out of town or something, or she just got back from London. And I was going to try and borrow my roommate's camera and stuff. But it was that that was definitely one of the more stressful parts of it. Yeah, I, I do not like shooting video under under a time gun. For me, it's kind of just like a big ball of like deadlines. And that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like while while enjoyable and like so rewarding, there definitely was like just kind of an undercurrent of stress like the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh definitely. It was just kind of looking down the barrel. It's like the more we realized how much we was gonna to go into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I think it was like sending out each person's part of the demo that you guys would then send back. I was like, this is yeah. going to be a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember someone mess or like commenting on something and they're like, this whole project was amazing. Are you going to do this every month? And I'm like, it took us half a every year month. to do this entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that like, was quick, in my opinion. And that was yeah. too quick. That was like, if we had nothing else to do, maybe. But yeah, like if it was it. our job, like we, could, it was our we job, could do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember one specific that's... thing and it's the blame just goes on me because when I sent you guys all the parts or like rendered all the parts with your voices for the filming of the videos, I like filled up your folders with your parts. And then I was like, well, Peter's got like 35 videos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's gonna be they. The guys not gonna be happy about it. And then I rendered all my files, and I there's 120 videos. Okay, <laughs> oh, I was like, why? <laughs> Yours definitely took the. I think I was shooting video from like like my sister was helping me. We shot video from like six or seven p.m. to two in the morning to finish all the videos. It was yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tommy, I'm there were, sorry there about were, that, guys. There were eight <laughs> Turned angles. out great, though. Yeah, it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were eight angles. I, I literally <laughs> was oh, talking. man. Like, my sister was doing something in the other room, and she's like, do you want to start now? I'm like, I'm good, because we just finished Marwan's videos. Or actually, yeah, we were shooting both your videos. And I was just looking at the, the thing for the first time, like your giant um, PDF, and yeah. I was like... <laughs> Nicole, you can keep doing what you're doing. I just need to comprehend all of this. <laughs> and yep. I did. Yeah. Funny thing is that from all the, I think like if you, if you count takes, then I had probably over 400 takes from <sighs> all of us. Damn. And I happened to use, ended up to use like 60 of them for the whole video. So I have now 350 plus takes that <laughs> nobody will ever see. Yeah. It's so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it i guess oh yeah marwan do you have a do you have a moment or well, a... it's just the deadlines in general like <laughs> being able to make all the teasers the sh- the thumbnails even the the main video itself i finished it like two days before the main release i didn't even make it to the patreon release it was supposed to be on friday and we postponed it like a day because i hadn't even finished the video yet <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right oh yeah just the deadlines in general i, I do remember you being vocal about at some point you were like okay i'm actually just gonna have to stay up all night and finish this 
I don't remember yeah, what that I was for. I like two or three all-nighters to finish it, but it, <laughs> yeah. it was totally worth it. Just, I, I still have that second verse video stuck in my head, all from the Tommy bass drop oh, to the... Oh, don't get me started about the, the rest growl. Of that. <laughs> the growl. That was so epic. The growl heard around the world. What's y'all's favorite parts of each of your videos, like your oh. own video? Oh, favorite part of mine is for sure when the last chorus drops and the drums are totally different and I'm doing the high falsetto-y... Like, yeah. like belty thing in the background it's just like a because that's that's a totally different from the original and that oh that was another thing that was another way to make it not repetitive it's like all right first three courses despite all the different soloists are the same this last chorus let's fucking turn it on its head and totally change oh, yeah. the beat the full falsetto lines in the back falsetto yeah, lines in the back and then adding that adding that super crunchy dissonant chord at the end oh yeah where bobby's oh, like the, the low yeah, a is yeah. in the bass even though yeah, it's a one funky. chord so it's an inverted wow. one chord with like an added <laughs> bunch of shit <laughs> that's for sure my favorite part of yeah, mine i i remember recording that in the morning i'm tied between um the part where um i forget who was saying it but it's like you'd fall apart because i'm too expensive and then just 20 effects just hit like there's like a inhale yeah, yeah, yeah. screech i did there's like a yeah, I literally yeah. did two like a, then I did like a false fold, and then I just added just I just kept layering stuff on and on and on, so that's one of them because it, that, some, it also doesn't the the video flip to negative for a split second. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it did like inverts. Part? Yeah, yeah. It it it's definitely it, it, it says it says itself very well. Yeah. God, uh, so either that or the bridge, which was my mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my oh, yeah. one of my <laughs> favorite your baby as your baby. Yeah. I, yeah. I literally um the videos that I required from them. I said just send like first of all for the audio. I said record like two of each part just so I could get that as much of a gang track feel as I could. And then I decide to add in like the octave lower um, at the second part. And because just like the, it happens in the original, like the can't say no thing. And I'm like, just an octave lower. Everyone needs to bang out that low G. Do whatever yeah. you can for it. <laughs> Do whatever you can. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was, <laughs> that was the lowest chest note in any of my recordings so far. Well, lowest, Damn. yeah, for lowest chest note, that was, it's still <clears throat> my favorite part where it's just everyone going, can't say no. And then literally, I originally had us do like careful and just like a yeah. fried careful. But then I was like, I just took that out and only had two whispers panned hard left and right. Careful. Just so it's like, can't say no. Careful. It's jarring. It's so jarring. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like, raw, raw, raw. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So much sensory overload to careful. And then back into it. How about you, Tommy? My, my boy, my. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am not decided between these three parts, which is the drop on the my boy, like when you all, all three of you guys sing that low B. Yeah. And then the end like the whole you want me to mm. yours that like the the it was four part harmony basically between all four of us and then that drop on that good bye on the yeah. last note but <laughs> was from the beefy. arranging perspective i think i like the most the part when, when i like jump to the uh, higher octave with it no and there's those are those chords that like i think i call them soft chords in the in yeah. the storyboard 
and like ah, ah. then build up i just there's something about it that i was just like oh yes yeah. and especially <laughs> yeah. in the video when everyone just went no like, yeah, yeah, looked yeah. up and i was like ooh, with the lights <laughs> and the the editing was fantastic with that yeah but yeah, yeah tommy you sounded your upper range sounded so good on that song yeah Thank you're you, just man. belting high f sharps like nothing i was like mm. yeah. trust me it was a painful recording <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Our, vo our voices don't live up there yeah. yeah whenever you had that octave change especially in the solo uh mm -hmm. from like my boy loves his friends like whenever you just flipped up and then especially like you were saying at the end where it's like you want me to be yours well then you gotta be mine and then you did the octave lower and it was yeah, just yeah. like oh there's also like that moment was, yeah. um yeah. love me like you. there's a the moment where you do a crazy high octave on love me like love me oh, like yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um it's oh, the part in the video where our faces are like zooming forward i think it was like e e5 e6 or D6. super super high yeah. like whistle tone yeah. that that must have been range because you had the super high falsetto then the subharmonics because that was then it was the whole piano was there yeah, wow. pretty much. Yeah, the sub, yeah, sub harmonics. I think you did the sub harmonics, Bobby, for the for the love me like you promise. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. the, like those bass voices, I I don't know if Marvan and Peter did it, and those harmonies stacked up all the way. Like I think it covered six octaves, Sam, basically. Something like that. that. Yeah, and something time. like that. Yeah. Marwan, your what's your, what's your favorite? <laughs> Other than the growl, because that's a not that's an easy one. Well, yeah, that's a good yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> Um, I think my favorite part was the second half of the bridge or like mm. the bridge in general where it just all turns white yeah. and angelic yeah. because it was kind of unexpected for people. Yeah. Um, and those crazy complicated bell tones in the back as usual. Yeah, they were going crazy in the bridge. And definitely yeah. the psych. I love that part where um just like yeah, I think it was the second part of the bridge when you I forget what those harmonies were, but the harmonies just were like uh, it felt like a laser. All right, um let's uh let's check take a look at these questions. All right, so question one for Bobby, how did the bass gang start? Well, as we mentioned earlier, it was a somewhat joking message by Peter on the ambassador's chat. And um, essentially, we just looked at it and they were like, yeah, why not? And then we just started like messaging. We created a private chat that we've been using this entire time. And uh, so essentially, I think we solidified the name The Bass Gang <clears throat> near the end. Because we had to yeah. choose what our artist name was going to be on streaming services. That was what I named again as kind of a joke. That's what I named the original folder on Google Drive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> just <laughs> called it gang. Base Gang. And then we ended up um, going, yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of perfect. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it says what yeah, needs to be said. <laughs> but yeah, that's how the Base Gang started. That's pretty much it. Okay, uh, question two. How long did it take to make all the covers? So we wrote a schedule, but we didn't manage to finish everything in time. So we postponed that schedule like many times before <laughs> we got everything done. But it worked out in the end, I guess. So in total, like from late January to late May to the end of May, like four months. Yeah, like four months. I was yeah. trying to think of, I mean, hundreds of hours, hundreds oh, and hundreds yeah. of yeah, hours. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, between the four of us, who knows how? I mean, it could have been 
I, don't, I wouldn't say a thousand, but de definitely hundreds of hours of work put in on this. I mean, yeah. it was it was like a it was like a it was like a part time job, essentially. Yeah, you get everything together, and, and they kind of helped that we um even though it might have seemed a pain at first because we titled the whole thing may the base be with you so it had to be yeah. released had in to may. be done in may yeah. so right. that was the solid deadline that again go farther than that, that again was just a joke that i said in the chat <laughs> it was like uh, so we're just like joking around and i was like haha may the base be with you lol and then yeah. Now the amount of times we've of, said that it was so funny yeah. on the on the on the premieres, one person would say it, and then the chat would just become "May the base be with you," just like everyone would <laughs> be typing it in. I mean, yeah. So, question four: What's the full vocal range for all the covers? Tommy, do you Ooh, know off the top of your head? It, I think it's like B zero to yeah, B6 I think six B zero to F. I don't know what 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 is the highest note How, you scream, right? My second screech in Bury a Friend went crazy high. I don't yeah. know how high. It went around like a D flat or E flat six, somewhere okay. up there. Somewhere up there. I just so, put it in Melodyne to see how the line looked. I was like, ooh. Way up there. And, yeah. and Tommy, you're you had that the descending passage in my boy that started way up around the same place. Yeah, yeah. Fact check. <laughs> Actually. There we go. <laughs> While he's looking for that, I think mine mine must have been probably a G one. And it's funny to say that that's the highest low note of like all of the covers is a freaking G one. But it is um, low zone. yeah, I guess it is. I think it was. Yeah, I wouldn't really count the <laughs> uh, freaking the vocal fries because yeah, those those, those would have been lower if you could count them. Yeah, but um, and then I think the highest Tommy went was during the um during his bridge not the bridge during his chorus was probably around like e flat five or something i don't was something like six that, octave yeah. i forget something i need like to check the logic session the there was nothing crazy was... high in mine i had i sang the I chest fry the d1 obviously the lowest bobby had a, a hundred low a's in chest but nothing was super high i mean it, it was probably my oh it was tommy and i going like something like that <laughs> it was probably the there's, highest there was some high uh it was like probably above a, above a C5, but nowhere, nowhere close to the six octave. I, I think in copycat, the lowest was the, the subharmonics that three of you did on the courses, the mm. E to E flat. Yeah, e oh, yeah, e. yeah. And yeah, Peter did him in chest fry. Chest fry, and yeah. Bobby, Bobby and Tommy did him in subs. And the highest was one of Tommy's lines in the choir in the bridge, something like. Whatever that note yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That was the highest, I believe. The highest note in my bow was B5. It was several times. B5, okay. Yep, yeah. that's way up there. Yep. <clears throat> so full vocal range for the project, I guess B0 to the screech, whatever the top of the screech was. We'll say yeah. D flat six. D flat B6. six. B0 to D flat six. There you go. Isn't. Is uh is Marcello or someone gonna make a, a, a range video for this project? I know they were talking about that. Oh Adam be cool. with it. We should I also send him sheet music and stuff if he reads that so he can kind of Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we can we can help video. him out. Why haven't y'all gone viral already? I mean, come on. This is the biggest bass collab in history. I thought you were just telling us. I didn't realize that was an actual question. <laughs> question five. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. We touched on this earlier. People, the, the search demand for Billie Eilish acapella music is not very high. 
I think the quality of our projects are as good as any really. And if they were to catch a stream of popularity, I think they would do extremely well. I think they could, but as, as, as long as they're in that kind of a niche area, going viral is really tricky. Especially on YouTube. YouTube's a funky yeah, place. For the algorithm. Especially yeah, yeah. on YouTube. And then like really polished acapella covers don't do shit on TikTok for the most part. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like people just don't care. They like want the more like homemade style video. One of my exactly. short and, and short and sweet, <clears throat> short and sweet. One of my sound of I can I can't believe it. One of my sound of silence clips I posted has one hundred and twelve thousand plays. Wow, it's like just like a clip from from one of my covers. But that's the only one that's gone. Yeah, Damn. like especially through the year of doing TikTok and being invested in that, I found that doing stuff like duets or using people's sounds that are big are way boost the algorithm way more than just yep. posting a clip exactly exactly yeah bobby who's the best acapella bass uh i <laughs> i don't think there is a best uh, uh i mean i think, i mean that's a really that's a that's i'm tough, assuming right? they mean like in the world not between yeah, they mean us. like avi or jeff or, yeah avi jeff or tim I, I I have personal pre I I have like you guys have personal preferences and biases in mine. I I always go um and my mind's blanking on a lot of other ones besides the big three. Um, but I always love Avi's tone. In he's just got I don't know just got that tone that I love. It's like kind of kind of breathy and round and mm -hmm. nice yeah. and warm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um i'm not saying he's the best but i'm saying he's my favorite yeah i don't it's hard to name a, a best i mean we have tim jeff avi joe yeah. joe and jojo elliot joe and jojo and elliot. Yeah, yeah. i think i think for me it's elliot robinson yeah he's pretty he's, nuts he's, oh, he's, he's, he's nature. yeah he's amazing I know He's also amazing. both uh, Jojo and Avi won uh, best, like the only times that best bass has been um, given away at, like, there's a competition called the ICCAs, which is like the big, mm -hmm. a big yeah. collegiate acapella competition that goes on in the US. And they have best percussion as awards, but the only time, best bass has only been given away two times. And I think it was to Jojo and Avi. But wow. um, No surprise there. Let's keep moving. Boy, this is a... This is a long list. When did y'all start singing bass? Well, I'm guessing when my voice dropped, that was the same time I started getting interested in acapella music, which is basically like, I'm 17 now and it dropped around like 14. So like three years ago, I hadn't really started making acapella music until one and a half, two years ago. But I was listening to acapella, like Pentatonics, Voice Play, Home Free, Peter Hollins, even <laughs> like solo creators. For a long time, so I was very interested interested in the bass lines and like Avi and Jeff, obviously, and all those amazing acapella basses. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that's that's basically when I started. Question eight is when did your voices drop? So we can definitely combine those two. Tommy, you wanna? Yeah, my voice is my voice dropped around thirteen slash fourteen, some somewhere in that area, and I started singing bass when I was sixteen in my uh like hometown choir mixed choir and yeah i i sounded like shit back then so <laughs> yeah six years ago for me i guess you know seventh or eighth grade so 13 14 my voice didn't did not drop to bass range then 
um it really i really was i would consider more of a baritone until like halfway through my undergrad really my voice just it dropped a good amount when i was in middle school and then just kept kept gradually going down i started singing bass really i guess freshman year of high school i was in a jazz singing group and i was one of the basses in in that nice. um and that was god that was like uh 13 years ago now oh <laughs> damn wow, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm come, I'll be 28 in August, boys. That's nuts. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. And we got a <laughs> wide variety of age rangers here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But That's um, true. I I actually don't remember when my voice dropped. I didn't pay much attention to my voice uh until people started commenting on it that I have a low voice and stuff. So I imagine it was probably around um, when you guys dropped, like probably around like 14, end of middle school. But um, I started singing bass in high school after I'd been in like musicals before, but I didn't I like sang in them. I essentially just started. It was acapella again. Like I just sank right into the bass line whenever I heard like pentatonics and I was like, oh, that's cool. So basses aren't useless. <laughs> I had like a choir one of the new choir teachers begged me to join the choir after doing me doing one of the musicals. So that's where I started choir. I think it was end of junior year of high school into senior year. And then I just got, I started getting voice lessons. And so I, I'd say I started bass singing around halfway through high school. Okay. Will you guys ever make your own sea shanty? Bobby, no. have you, have you written us a sea shanty? I, I have not. I, I am, don't think so. I, I think, I, I, well, the bridge of bury a friend is sea shanty yeah, enough. True, I think. very true. Call, that that could function on its own. Yeah, right? but if I haven't written songs before, but if I did, they probably wouldn't be sea shanty. No, I think I think the novelty of those is that they've been around for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need um, it to be written on a boat while you're starving and thirsty, <laughs> hunting whales. Oh wow. no. Will you guys ever cover Zane? I don't know Zane. You guys know Zane? Is he one of the guys from One uh, Direction? Zane Malik, I think. I think. It's not in the schedule. We <laughs> don't have plans for it, but yeah. you know, who knows? Yeah, we do have to figure out what our next thing's going to be and when. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, would you all consider doing a dwarven version of Bones in the Ocean, the one I sent to Marwan? Marwan? Marwan, did you forget? Oh, yeah, I remember this guy <laughs> sent, sent, sent me like a... Uh, the lyrics, just the lyrics for this song, Bones in the Ocean, I had never listened to it before. And I still haven't listened to it, to be honest. <laughs> oh. But the lyrics were sick. It is not that, currently. It's not currently being considered, but yeah, <laughs> maybe when Marwan gets around to listening to it, he'll, he'll get back to us. Maybe <laughs> he'll be I'm so sure. moved. I know we got something secret Dorvin coming up soon, but Ooh, that'll be no, for the future. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, what do you think you could do to increase your range and get more views on May the Bass Be With You? We oh, are that's what that's we're for. trying to also let's forget the formatting. Just jump in when you want to. I oh. think our goal is to get some of the big reaction channels to react, like charismatic voice and um I mean there's a there's a number of pretty big pretty big channels. Yeah, Brad also Steve, have yeah. A, a, a secret donor related potential thing but we're we're awaiting word on on that but i think that's yeah. the big one so anyone listening to this i mean please reach out to your favorite reaction channels and suggest all these covers um definitely it'll be awesome all yeah. these yeah. and that that's really what's going to do it for us yeah like we've also done Everybody stuff like 
posted on Instagram, posted on TikTok, where some of us have yep. some big reach as well, not just on YouTube. But um, yeah, it's it's hard to blow up on YouTube, especially with like videos. Well, that's all you can post on YouTube. But yeah, wait, I have an idea, guys. Oh, what's that? I, mean, yeah. I have a good idea. So we talked earlier, the polished stuff doesn't work on TikTok, and YouTube doesn't go viral. TikTok can go viral. We should mm. we should post some like these like homemade you know garden variety selfie videos Ooh. of us singing along with some of our parts yeah It'll or we could even build it up with duets right i know that's something we're doing with the wellerman yeah but that that duets usually work out really well we that might that might be really smart actually yeah okay okay, okay. and i don't i don't think we need a plan i mean maybe one yeah. of us just one day can just start a chain and we can we can hop on yeah. And you oh, know, yeah, because wow. also because That's stuff that blows idea. up on um, TikTok can definitely blow up on YouTube. Like I had the Halo <laughs> hot tub video on YouTube way before I put it on TikTok. It only had right. like a thousand views. Now it has yeah. over like eight hundred thousand. <laughs> so it can it can definitely if it blows up on TikTok, insane. it can definitely come to YouTube. So yeah, for sure. That's a good idea. All right. All right. All right. Who can I sing like the him. lowest and highest? I, guess, I can't sing the highest. I guess it would depend. <laughs> Bobby Bass cannot sing the highest. I guess it would depend on technique. Bobby for sure has the lowest chest range, no question. Yeah. Um, and then all of us have pretty low extended techniques. I mean, my chest fry has gone down to G zero, I guess. For but pretty pretty strong down through like C one, B zero. That's true. Yeah. Um like definitely still considered like a note at that point. How low can like Tommy? What's your lowest technique? Like a low growl? Mm, like probably inhale. Inhale, yeah. It, oh, inhale, yeah. Inhale is like, that's oh, like yeah. probably infinite, but usually yes. up to the point <laughs> yeah. of the F zero inhale fire was just like a hell mary, just like so. What the fuck? Just just go yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a I have a friend in my acapella group who can go solo. It just like it sounds just like a metronome. You could use like the individual <laughs> yeah. clicks. Yep, exactly. But yeah, exactly. that's how it goes for so highest. Low, highest, it's uh, Tommy yeah. and I both can get up in whistle range. Yeah. Occasion. I think Tommy. I think you. I think. I think your record high is higher than mine. You hit the F six. You hit the F six vocal range videos. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've hit G sharp six in one of the live streams, but it's not usable really. So the F six, yeah, like, like the, maybe F sharp is the top boundary for recording. When I'm when I'm nice and warm, I mean, I, I posted that that randomly slotting from the C six down into the in my low chest fry. That, the C six was insane. Dude. When my that when, was really yeah. Cool. Thank you. Uh, when when my when my voice is back right now. Um, I was telling the guys I had laryngitis for like three weeks, so my voice is like very weak right now, and I'm building it back slowly. And when my voice is healthy, when I'm warmed up, I pretty much always have a C6 at this point uh, with some amount of control. But right. as far as as far as record high, Tommy definitely has the highest like potential. Like I just can't get up much above that. I'm if I'm warm, I can usually get up to like lower fifth octave, but no no sixth octave for me. You will never need high notes, Bobby. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've really committed to learning any like lower extended techniques other than subharmonics. And yeah. I haven't either <clears throat> learned whistle, but I've tried before in one of my covers, the the Five Nights at Freddy's one. I tried doing inhale whistle and I did I did like the scale from C D E up to then up to an E6 with inhale. I, I was surprised oh. I was able to control it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever works. That's a good technique. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, um, it is. I, I know for one of the sound effects for um for Bury a Friend, it wasn't supposed to be pitched, but um like during one of it, it sounds like an alien shriek from Star Wars or something. It was just me trying to do like an inhale, like an mm-hmm. aggressive inhale whistle, and then I like yeah. reversed it and stuff. Nice. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, will you collaborate again in the future? Yes, I I'm pretty confident. I pretty confidently say yes. We yeah, don't ha- yeah. we, we don't have plans. We don't have solid plans yet. Yeah. But I think we all got a lot out of this experience and enjoyed it a lot. And we've it's a it's a great group of four guys for collaboration. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of just like positive vibes all around. Yeah. Like we all get along well. Uh, we all worked really well together. Yeah. Um. I mean, like the, some of the most fun parts of the project for me were just when we'd hop on a call and just like shoot yeah, the yeah, shit for two true. hours. Yeah. That's so yeah. Much fun. So if that's if exactly. you have fun, if you have fun doing that, if you have fun planning out logistics with with a group of guys, you know, it's the right it's the <laughs> right group. True, yeah. Like I remember we jumped on a call right after the trailer dropped and we're like, "Hey, it's done. <laughs> let's go." It's but just no, like yeah. the drinks in our hands. Like, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Celebration uh, that's, was in order. That's why I was excited about this uh, podcast podcast recording coming up it's it's we're, we're having a blast we're yeah we're, we're, we're of oh, course yeah. going way longer than i ever anticipated which is classic yeah. for our fucking <laughs> yeah. meetings i i think we are we are meeting after more than three weeks maybe yeah it's been, last it's, yeah. it's been a while yeah. it's yeah. been a while and it's awesome we're catching up we're catching up oh definitely all right do any of you write original songs i um not really been I, a couple I, before but you've I, written a couple uh, I, I turned one of them into an acapella arrangement, um, but they're, they're not they're not technically songs like they're they're without lyrics, so just music. Um, yeah. But the one I made acapella, I still don't like it to this day because of the video. It didn't turn. It was one of my first time shooting with a green screen, and um, the lighting wasn't set up good, so it reflected on my glasses. So uh, the whole video, <laughs> yeah, I like totally I had like a hole in my face. <laughs> it was bad and i hate that video till this day but since nice. then i don't wear glasses in any of my videos mm-hmm. i i wrote that short acapella thing for my podcast which i just posted a couple of days ago but actually I, I don't know if you guys know this about me i've actually produced a lot of original electronic music oh yeah i, was, oh, I, was, I remember you saying that i was really big in really? edm yeah i was actually my oh, i wanted yeah. to be like a festival dj like perform at like mara land and all that shit i can totally imagine you in that oh and you dude. totally took that and small just, jump to opera just a little hop skip and a jump to <laughs> opera but dude i yeah i made like tons of like dubstep and house and stuff um so i have made a ton of original music but not not anything like singer songwriter but a lot of electronic stuff i have a couple of original songs but i written all of them well most of them for our vocal group they are in in czech language so but i recently started to write a song which ended up not actually well i ended up not finishing it because it was about someone who isn't like involved in my life right now oh yeah so yeah that's that's that is the hard part of the writing songs about people Mm -hmm. yeah but i have a lot of like some happy ones and one depressing i remember composing Mm. this depressing song it was just like i wasn't depressed in at the moment but i was just like i just want to try to compose a depressive song (laughs) Uh, it's in czech uh and I i just tried it if i can do it and it turned it up to be too much to like too way too depressive <laughs> mm. yeah. 
but Amen. we're still gonna be probably i haven't written any songs lyrically that was something i was i've been thinking about doing since i haven't really done it before so um i might try and play around with that this summer but um we'll see and i haven't really composed anything original either recommend we'll it recommendations for other acapella channels i mean i don't really have any other than like us i don't really know any like really good creators with not a huge following yeah a very One? underrated creator is uh sam robson that's oh, what i want yeah, that's so that's much what hard I work to into his videos and they're yeah. just so and he does everything he's, doesn't he have a, he i thought he had crazy. a pretty big following though it's at least like a hundred thousand well, isn't it kind of in the subs so. but the views aren't that high on his videos yeah. which is a shame because they are just all right sam robson there you go there's yeah. a recommendation yeah. and w one thing that you guys <clears throat> not you guys but the guys watching might not have think of there's a lot of crazy talented collegiate acapella groups yes that i hadn't really listened yes. to until getting into college and been being thrown some of them are nuts like some i recommend uh pitch slapped from uh berkeley i think the nor'easters socal vocals umass lowell acapella exit and, 245 uh, exit, exit 245, 245. <laughs> Yeah, but um, seriously, just just look up out college acapella groups. Um, like they have these Boca albums on streaming platforms. Best of college collegiate acapella. Check those out because there's some crazy. Like I most if I listen to acapella, I mostly listen to those. Dude, there was a there was a group at JMU called the JMU Bluestones, and they were so it was an all all female group. They were like kind of our sister group. Ooh. I swear there were so many women in that group that could have solo pop careers wow i like perfectly like perfectly in tune a lot just like incredible singers they're way better than us so we were a really good group mm. say that to this day <laughs> um their album J wow. jmu bluestones blue-blooded look up that album it's absolutely incredible it, honestly some of these kids and college-age kids are just insane yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And look up yeah. some winning ICCA sets on YouTube because mm -hmm. a lot of them are really cool. Yep. Like Norris one from 2017. It's really unbelievable. So good. Yeah. yeah. Creeks, <laughs> mind blowing. Mm -hmm. uh, I know this Acapella group. It's really underrated. I think it should get way more following. It's called Panasonics. I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> no, I have. <laughs> what? That's an, that's an Acapella. Are they, group. What are they? High school or? They, yeah, um, basically, maybe like. Kindergarten, some Let's get kindergarten. kindergarten. Ah, yeah, it's interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll no, check it out. I'll what was it? Pentatonic, Pena, Pena, Pentatonic, Pentatonic with the X Dude. in the end. Oh, oh, wow, that is cool. Uh, very, very, yeah, no, very love interesting. I love an X in a name. It makes it cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ten yeah. years old. And, well, we'll check them yeah. out. We'll check them out sometime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, how much formal singing education do you have? And another totally well, separate question. Where did you learn video editing? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll start. Uh, yeah, we got to really start, really <laughs> start moving through these. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of formal singing education as my primary career and art form is opera, which is so heavily technique and training based. So I've been training classically since I was a freshman in college when I was, so that's eight years ago and really started taking it seriously probably four years ago through probably four years ago that's when i was like okay i actually want to make a full career out of this when did i learn video editing just during the pandemic just taught it to myself 
during the pandemic. I've had a couple, like, especially when I just started singing, I started taking voice lessons uh, in my hometown, which really helped me learn how to not sing bad. And uh, I had a couple voice teachers, but um, so yeah, I've just had a couple voice teachers, been in a couple choirs, acapella groups that have definitely helped me not only improve my voice, but my musicianship and just knowledge of music theory in general. I don't think I've had any formal training at all. No vocal <laughs> coaches, no voc no nothing. But but I've been in this uh, local choir in my city since I was like seven years old. So I was singing mm. since I was a child. Wow. Um, nice. Yeah. Wow. And about video editing, I've been vi <laughs> I've been doing video editing since I was like ten. I think I used to do this like little Damn. gaming clips like Christ. Roblox and Minecraft, all these stupid stuff. That's why you're so good. That makes it. yeah, that makes sense actually. Uh, yeah. No, and I didn't answer it, but I I haven't really touched that much on video editing. I took a film class in high school and I took video production this semester. But um probably I'm gonna start editing my own videos now because my sister has mostly done all of ours because she's a film major and good at that stuff. All of my education, I don't have any formal education for singing. I had, well, like seven years of piano and I've been a couple of choirs. I had one vocal coach and now I'm singing a couple of group for three years. But most of it was just like in my like private time, just practicing on my own and learning from YouTube videos and just singing all around. Where I where I could nice. and the nice. yeah and the video editing. Well, I started with the actually most of people don't know that, but I started with a gaming channel, and that gaming Ooh. channel has like three hundred videos still public. <laughs> it's wow. it's in Czech, so most of wow. people don't, gotta don't, see that. don't watch it. But <laughs> it was so embarrassing and so bad. But I learned how to cut videos back in the day. And then I kind of learned like put in a text and different overlays uh, because of the vocal range videos. Mm. And but most of the time I just hire somebody who's editing the video. But recently when I bought the studio studio, I just thought that I should learn some more uh, green screen stuff. So mm. and thanks to Marvan <laughs> and his advice, I'm learning still. What do you guys do in your free time when not recording and singing? My biggest secondary hobby for most of my life has been fitness, sports, and sports for throughout high school, and then became fitness and lifting in college. So, fitness and nutrition are a big, a big part of my free time. Also, love, love, love so many shows and and movies. Huge movie buff. Kick back, watch a movie, turn the phone off, get like totally enveloped by the story. And actually, I just started, Bobby, you'll at least appreciate this. I just started reading the Game of Thrones books, which are oh, incredible yeah. so far. Yeah. I'm like 600, well, 600 pages into the first one and like, oh, yeah, can't get enough of it. Just wow. can't get it. That's what they're I'm awesome. doing. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of that. Uh, and they're thickies. They're big boys. They're, they're the, <laughs> yeah, probably seven or yeah, probably 7,000 pages total, something like that, something crazy like that damn so that's uh that's what i've been up to i um i don't know i watch a lot of youtube <laughs> no I, I i try and just like I'm, I'm a pretty social person i try and hang out with uh people a lot well now since the summer's here uh, i've done martial arts for a long time with my dad 
and um, called Krav Maga. So that was definitely a big part of um, stuff that I enjoyed. Uh, and what else? Uh, video games. I love video games. I am a, a big Xbox player, so I enjoyed that as well. And a lot of people don't know this, but actually the, the job I have right now, I'm an archery instructor. So I guess I oh, can put archery wow. now as a hobby. I'd say I've, I've been a gamer since, since, since I can remember, basically. So whenever I've, I have any free time, I just hop on Discord with my friends, play whatever that comes to mind. Like Grand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, Minecraft, whatever. And um, yeah, I used to play piano as well, but I don't do that as much anymore. Other than that, I don't think there's anything else. I just waste a bunch of my time gaming. Yeah, I'm a social person too, so I'm spending a lot of time with my friends. Uh, recently, I found a new hobby or hobby. I'll, I'm learning how to mix like different drinks and cocktails. And basically, like I really like geography, so like quizzes and geoguessor and this kind of stuff. Thing that I'm good at, and this baby. Uh, Ooh, that's the that's the perfect killer of the time. Just like fifty solves in a row. Yeah, so that's basically it. Most of the time, I just watch YouTube or do music. Wait, all right, we're gonna we're gonna skip like five or so. We're gonna skip down to because um, some of these some of these are repeats, and uh, we're already almost at two hours, which is bananas. We we'll go to twenty six. Are there any underrated bass singers that I should know about? I think I genuinely think the bass singer on Planet Earth is Tuka. Oh, from the Facebook name. group. I don't know him. Hapan Yemi. You guys know him. I think he's from he's from one of the yeah. Facebook he, he, groups. He is right? in the ba- he is he is in the Facebook group. Um, he absolutely blows my mind watching him because he he sings like beautifully as like an octavist in a classical setting. He can do he like, does these like vocal bass lines, the craziest like vocal bass lines. Yeah, so much. It sounds like a real like a real like super accurate bass instrument. He's yeah. He can just do anything and his range is totally insane. There's a there's a video of him on the Facebook group somewhere of him going like in the negative octave to like D six or higher. What? And then back and then back down. I think um, he's originally me a, video, a, bass for a, a bass for a group from Finland. Yeah, he's in he's a bass group from Finland. Um yeah. he, okay. send he, me a video because I want to see that. He, yeah, to I need me, to look he, at more he, of his he, stuff he, too. He to me, he is he is my number one, the most versatile, amazing bass on planet Earth, in my opinion. So and he's totally underrated. I mean, even you guys, some of you guys haven't really uh yeah. watched his stuff yet. I so have no idea who he is. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's mine. That's my pitch for sure. All right. There's this guy, uh, Mark Mark McCauley, I think. Oh yeah, like Mark that. McCauley. Yeah. Oh, I think I yeah. I just learned do about a podcast him a few sometimes. Weeks ago. He is crazy as well. Someone else. Crazy gospel thing. Hmm. Gospel. Yeah, bass. super. Yeah. yeah, some of those some of those gospel bases are like some of the lowest in the world. That's true. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think I think for me it's uh it's David Kahn. He oh, just has oh, this, yeah. this way of singing and he's been doing it for so long and he has he has gets he has got some following but like not as much as he deserves yeah he's awesome he's pretty he's, insane he's amazing yeah extremely versatile mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With especially okay. range wise it's practice that's <clears throat> the best teacher all right um what would you say your fit your best work is and why that's god that's so Ooh. tough that is a really hard question um uh, my mm. 
gonna my, look at my favorite YouTube real quick i guess we're gonna we'll stick to acapella oh, oh man i i really like the obviously i really like the the base game cover we did therefore i am great love it i love bobby and i's cover of the summit which just took the number one spot for my most popular upload surpassed sound of silence so cheers bobby hey and i think i i listen i'll, I'll go back occasionally and listen to some of my songs and my 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 future cover my billy Eilish, my future cover that one that happened within like a 36 hour period i just love i love everything about that every like wow. stylistic choice i made all the blend the voices blend oh, yeah. so well in that song and it just yeah it just all works so that that might be my favorite solo cover i've done yeah it's a great one honestly it might be so like i i like a lot of the videos that i post on youtube obviously because i post them on youtube but um <laughs> i don't know i think probably something that i'm proud of would probably be on somewhere on tiktok which i'm just scrolling through right now I know, I know one that stuck out in my mind was um, I did like a baseline to like the Perry the Platypus theme that someone made acapella. It, it didn't get as much love as a lot of other things, but um, I was proud of it. <laughs> nice. Oh, I need to take that it, TikTok out. is not a meritocracy. So yeah. yeah, definitely the hardest video I've ever worked on was the Jingle Bell Rock in Eight Styles. That was oh, everything oh, yeah. from Amazing, from dude. the arranging to the recording to the filming the costumes i, I had to yeah, learn yeah yeah like i had to listen to like reggae music and see how the bass lines were like and i had to learn, <laughs> listen to a lot of barbershop see how how i would arrange barbershop music um, incredible. i i like listened to all of these different styles like dubstep country just to get a feeling of like what they sound like and um strip out all the different elements of each style and um Try to do it my own way, I guess. Yeah, that was yeah. an incredible, incredible. Turned out amazing, man. Oh, there's a yeah. You know what? Marwan is a super underrated bass singer. <laughs> oh, there oh, we yeah. go. <laughs> Tommy, I think the I think the best. If you take a song, I think the best song of mine is Hellfire, and it's probably going to be for for an and see your future. Yeah, but it's fantastic. If, if you mean like the best work, like anything that I've done ever, I think it's creating Basing in Nation Discord server. Mm. Just shouts to oh, BSN. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If not for which we would yeah. not be this, here right now. This would not this be happening. Happen. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Just that yeah, thing blowing out, I totally didn't expect because I had no idea what Discord is. And now just <laughs> thousand plus people creating yeah. this amazing yeah. community. More every day. It's incredible. All right. Who are your base idols? Um, <laughs> well, for me, I mean, primarily opera singers. Samuel Ramey is my favorite operatic mm. bass. I won't go into too much details to why. I think he's just just a, basically a flawless singer. Um, there are many others. Uh, Cesare Sieppi is another Italian basso cantante. Those are my probably my two favorite two favorite opera singers. And then in the acapella world, probably Avi. I just I love yeah. I, I I love Avi's voice and everything he. Did the pentatonics and I, I love all the I mean, I love Tim, I love Jeff, I love Jojo, I love all the big names, but Avi Avi's voice just hits a little different for me. I'd say uh my definitely Avi because um he was the guy who also got me started singing. So that was really just a big inspiration. And I'd say along with him, uh Thurl Ravenscroft, because not only is he like fantastic at singing bass he's also 
He's also a performer, like a voice actor. Well, not anymore, but I don't know. He just, the way that he performs the songs are incredibly well done, I think. One of those character bases that I just love to listen to and have big inspiration from. I know this might be a little bit of a cliche answer, but I, it's, it's, it's the truth. I grew up listening to acapella music. So like the big three, basically, Avi, Tim, and Jeff. But mm. um, I was introduced to acapella orig originally by, by Avi. So I'd say he inspired me the most. But recently, I've started uh, enjoying Jeff a lot more. His, uh, his range is just insane, his control. He is so a freak. Yeah. One of the guys whose voices doesn't make sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. For the beginning, like learning the low stuff, definitely Avi. That was the first a couple of bass I've ever saw. During the learning, like how to sing more like higher, it was probably Tim with his his country belt. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think like the singer that inspired me the most with the the passion that he puts into his work uh, is David Phelps. Uh, he's a tenor, he's not a bass, but his voice is just... I, I, it, he, does, he, ha he doesn't have to sing high or anything special, but just the way he phrases it and the, the motions in his voice, it just moves my whole mm. everything. All right. Um, are there other singers we'd like to collaborate with? Uh, I mean... Avi, like, yeah, all the like big if ones. If we're being real, yeah, any any of the well-known acapella bases. Yeah. yeah. What about be... some not so well-known? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Not... I, I think I think David Kahn would be a good choice. Yeah, yeah David, yeah. David, David Kahn. Kahn. I think I think Tuka. I mean Tuka, like is any super underrated? I mean I think could probably get him on a project yeah which would be insane one guy that i've been following on youtube for a while he does um he mostly does metal and he does originals disney covers his name's jonathan young oh and yeah I, I, i've wanted oh, yeah, to i know him. i've wanted to collab with him for a while and that's actually going to be happening soon so sick i can't wait for that <laughs> he, he, he was definitely one of the top guys um i've wanted to collab with besides yeah. obviously the big bass boys in the <laughs> he, he basically inspired the whole Hellfire that song is amazing yeah oh yeah he... Hellfire is so fire basically yeah it's <laughs> like embodiment it's, of the song so nasty it's like ooh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah damn yeah, you're collabing just with him he's got a huge following yeah, no yeah, yeah he's he's he definitely earned it though it's <laughs> that's true that's he true. is he is incredibly talented dude yeah. But yeah, the uh what was it? Uh Unravel that you just played. Fantastic. Like he does a lot of English versions of anime uh anime songs as well. Do we have anything to promote? Is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners? Um well we do have merchandise on we the do. way. Are we just doing t shirts or are we doing more shit? We can probably do more stuff. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like, I just like I just put up my merch and it's not hard to put the design on a bunch of stuff. Especially with some of the merch companies that we've been going through have been really easy to work with. Yeah, so we have merch on the way. We obviously have this podcast episode. Um, the album is up. Yeah, album is up on all streaming services. And then from there, we will have to start thinking about our next collaboration. Who's yeah, to say I what guess. that'll be? I guess yeah. keep an eye out on TikTok to see more of these short videos we said we're going to do. 
Because yeah, I'm really excited to do, <laughs> to do those. That's right. That's right. Hopefully, we are actually going to do potential, <laughs> yeah. potential TikTok plans. Yeah, yeah. I, I would that... say as a personal thing, Wellerman album. There we go. Yes. Watch out on Saturday. It's probably already out, but Ooh. new video is coming. <clears throat> right on. Ooh. I have uh, three, four, four arrangements totally done. I just need to <laughs> wow. record them. Yeah, record. I have a I have an incredible Game of Thrones theme song arrangement hey. that Colm McGinnis and I are supposed to do together. Ooh, and he's, and he's yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be adding full orchestra to it. Oh um, man! So yes, please. <laughs> so that's yeah. one. That guy's I'm crazy doing, good. Another cover from Avatar. I'm supposed to be doing a a Save Your Tears cover with someone, but I need to confirm that with them, and then. I just finished an arrangement of Gaston from Beating the Beast, which is, yeah. which is something oh, I, I've been singing since I was a kid. That's my the my friends, song for you. my friends, oh that is, yeah. Sing it. My friends <laughs> always give me to sing it when I get drunk. I've I've sung it to full bars, I've sung it in clubs. I just I'll sing oh, it wow. everywhere. So it's like do all the voices. I'm probably gonna do like do all the characters, probably do costumes, and probably like completely oh, go. Yes. go wow. You could totally pull off Gaston in the costume. <laughs> yeah, now. that's yeah. true. That's true. I need, yeah. I need some heels. Other than that, Gaston. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I've got coming down the pipe. Who, who knows when all that stuff yeah. will get finished? We'll see. Yeah. I also just got reminded in my brain that um, I, I don't know, we still need to work on the video, but I've been working on a song with one of my roommates or former roommates since our lease just ended. But um, it's a cover, an acoustic cover of a song by a band called Disturbed, and um, okay, 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 it's not the sound of silence. It's not the sound of silence. That, but that will come. The vengeful one. All right. Yeah. All right. (laughs) No, it's it's off their album Asylum, but um, it's a project we wanted to do for a while. But he um, I did a rough mix for a project for school, but he did the final mix that, and it sounds incredible. So and you get to hear some. A higher singing Bobby, which mm. is kind of rare. I don't think I have anything planned at the moment, but I do have big plans for the future. That's all go. I gotta say. <laughs> there we oh, go. Yeah. Don't forget it. All right, <laughs> guys. Like, well, that should do it. We're at like two hours and ten minutes. Hopefully, I'll, <laughs> I'll be able to cut that down under under two hours. Nice. Like but it's it's just gonna yeah. be a long episode, and that's the way it is. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> but I had fun. Yeah, yeah a lot of fun. It's great. what time is it? It's great. Oh, to... damn, it's four twenty. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, it's or for us. 20 in the Yeah, I need to <laughs> Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, I should good. probably eat something. <laughs> it's been great to catch up with you guys yeah. again. So yeah. So all right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining me on the show. Everyone, this is the Bass Gang. You can now listen to us on all streaming services. You can see our stuff on YouTube, incredible videos. Exactly. And now it's up to you to get our content out there. So reach out and heckle all your favorite, all your favorite reaction channels. And let's see how far we can, we can ride this ship into the horizon. Yeah. May the base be with you, volume one. May <laughs> the base be with you. All right, guys. May the base be with you. Later. <laughs>